Amen. Give him a shout. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Appreciate the Lord tonight. He's good to us. And so you can be seated. Thank you for being in Wednesday night Bible study tonight. <clears throat> and uh, one verse of scripture we'll get started with in uh, Galatians 2 and 20. Uh, like uh, This has always been a very, one of those favorite scriptures to me. It's just one I love. I love the content, uh, and but have never really just went into it with a, a, you know that fine tooth comb. Never just said, "Hey, let's see what Paul's saying here." And I know in the context of where he's writing to the church is a time where that church is being uh, the there are Jews that are trying to sway people who have become Christians to to go back to things that were under the law and different things, but. There's something that Paul, the principles that he mentions in this one verse of scripture that um, I feel like are daily, uh, it's a, it's a, it should be a daily dose for us that would help us uh, get along in this world. So Paul writes of himself, I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live. Well, we know that's our, uh, that's really a, a summary, a brief summary of, a, of our experience of salvation with the Lord. We, we repent, we die, we are buried in baptism with him, raised up to walk in the news of life. We, if we're buried with him, we'll be raised in like manner. So it's, uh, we associate ourselves with the Lord's death, burial, and resurrection. And Paul saying, I am crucified, but I live. There's a new life to be lived once Jesus does a work in your life. And he says, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. Uh, Jesus didn't save us so we could continue to live unto ourself. He must live in us, through us. He is that light. He is that life. So I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh. You might want to turn me back just a tad, brother. I'm, I'm ringing just a little bit. In the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. And then just a portion of chapter 3 and verse 11 says, For the just shall live by faith. I want to talk tonight about faith for living. Faith for living. We, we, let's, let's just pray before I get started preaching. Lord, thank you for your word. Open our minds and hearts to receive from it tonight, Lord, that we can grow, be better, be more like you. Most of all, Lord, we want to be ready to meet you when you come. We ask it tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. One more hand clap for his word tonight. Thankful for the word of God. Appreciate him so much. So now, uh, faith for living. And while I was looking at this, there's, uh, for a couple of weeks now, this scripture has, uh, or a portion of it, the life which I now live in the flesh. It's that life that I'm living. You know, sometimes uh, we, we, when we're born again, we're filled with the Holy Ghost, and we're living our life for God, we forget that we're still living in the flesh. And uh, as such, we'll have trouble in the flesh. <laughs> the Bible says that, you know, a man is born a few of days and full of trouble, so... Uh, we're going to have some trouble, but there's a life that uh, I now live in the flesh, but I live it by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. The, the Word of God produces faith. The Bible teaches us that, that faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the Word of God. So it does, and it produces faith for miracles, I mean, it, it, you know, when you read the stories and the, the preacher is preaching from the scripture and you hear about uh, David facing down Goliath, that's a faith builder. When you read about uh, Noah just working away for 120 years without another word from God, just having faith, that produces faith in us. When we read about Lazarus raising from the dead, that can produce faith or healings and miracles that are produced. It, it gives us faith. When we read the words that Jesus said, that, that gives us faith, uh, knowing that we could move mountains with faith as a grain of a mustard seed or that we can, uh, that anything that we ask in his name, we can have an expectation to receive that. It, 
all the words are, are faith builders. And, and we love that faith because, man, faith is that stick of dynamite for our walk. I mean, that's what, it, it, literally, when we think about faith, we think about let's move mountains, let's heal the sick, let's raise the dead, let's cast out devils, let's have great church, let's get prayers answered. That's, I mean, that's faith, faith, boom, wow. You never hear anybody just, you know, kind of sad-faced and frowning when they're preaching about faith. When they're preaching about faith, they're standing on top of the pulpit, running on the back of the chairs, you know, dancing and shouting and carrying on, blowing their voice out because it's that dynamite. And it is. It does that. It's the word that gets everything done. We preach about it, shout about it, sing about it, praise about it, but you can't live without it. So we can shout, sing, preach, praise, post about it, you know, all kind of things about it. But number one, first and foremost, you can't live without it. And this is what Paul, a man of great faith who, who has seen great miracles and has had a lot of great things happen in his life, he says, it's about the life I live right now, right now. What you're living, what I'm living right now in this flesh while I have breath in my body and years left to my life, however long that may be, I must live it by the faith of the Son of God. Because having faith to move mountains is great, but you usually only have that on Sunday. You know, it's, I'm talking about what goes on, uh, you know, between Sundays. You know, that last statement, can't live without it, that I made, that's what sums up uh, the greater percentage of our time it's just trying to live. And that's what Paul is saying. I, you know, I said, you know, faith produces miracles and the Word produces all these miracles and, and helps us to have uh, faith to see the dead raised, not blinded eyes open, cancer's gone, things like that. But, but it also tells me in the Word that I am born again by the Word of God. So the Word uh, gives me faith. That tells me that my new birth experience should produce Faith for living, because that's what Paul just talked about. Crucified to Christ, nevertheless I live, and I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. That's, that's the purchase. That's the redemption. That's the salvation. That's it, accepting it, believing it, uh, obeying it, and now becoming his. And he says, what he did for me, the one who loved me and gave himself for me, it produces the kind of faith that I can just live by. Whenever I am faced with the day-to-day, I've said this before, even recently, I think, that when people will say, well, life's not fair, but uh, yeah, but at least you're saved. When you face those little bitty things from day-to-day, don't let it blur your vision of faith and make you forget that you have been saved, that you have been washed. And when you can remember, you know what, boy, this stinks, But you know what? I'm going to heaven. I can live today and not change the way I act, the way I think, because God loves me so much that he gave himself for me, and now I have experienced that. I've been blessed. I've been called by his name. My sins are washed away. I'm full of his spirit. Uh, Hey, what greater faith producer is there than knowing that your sins are gone, that you have the Holy Ghost living inside of you, you know, uh, and the greater part of your life is going to be just living. I know, listen, prayer, Bible study, church, revival, conferences, you know, from the very first note that's played and sang to the opening, uh, praise the Lord from the pulpit, man, we're on. When we get in church, who's sick? Who needs prayer? Who, you know, who's broke? Who's cast down? Who's dealing with something? Who's got a devil? Come on over here. I, yeah, from, the, from the moment service opens, I'm ready. Yeah. You know, we come in, we're, man, we are ready to see miracles that come by faith. But between services and between conferences, that time is where some of the greatest battles are fought. Between Sundays, between Wednesdays, between because of the times, between camp meetings, you know, between the revivals, it's when you're just day to day, Monday morning, uh, Monday afternoon, you know, uh, Wednesday morning, whatever day of the week it is, just that's where 
those battles, the greatest battles are fought just in your life. And so, I, yeah, I want faith to pray for the sick and see them healed, but I want to live between those instances because guess what? I haven't run into anybody today that I needed to lay hands on and pray for them to be healed. I just haven't. I hadn't seen them. I hadn't been there. So I haven't seen them. So guess what? I just got to live today. But I've got to live by faith. The just shall live by faith. You know, I know that uh, the Bible says that a couple of things, and they don't contradict. They actually go hand in hand. For we shall live by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God goes hand in hand with the just shall live by faith because faith comes by the word of God. And so I just need to be able to live today, God. I don't have any sickness really, anything like that, but you know what? I'm struggling in my mind. I need faith to live today. You know, so-and-so, I got friends that lost loved ones and brokenhearted, and I'm hurting for them, and, and they're hurting. I'm trying, I need faith for living, or I've lost somebody. Or I've, you know, we deal with situations every day. That it's just life, and we need to be able to live. And so we can't uh, treat faith like it's some kind of uh, magic potion that we only pull out and use when we see a great need, but just day-to-day living, you walk by faith, you live by faith, between every service, between every conference, between every prayer meeting, that's where, you know what, and that's where these battles, they're either won or they're lost by us. Nobody else is going to lose your battle for you. So, Lord, I want faith for living because as I go along living, I'm going to run into the instances where I got to pull that super-duper high-charged Holy Ghost faith out. But you know what? You know, I saw somebody post you know, about something about uh, they needed something to go to Walmart and they said, or needed the Holy Ghost to do something. They said, man, you need the Holy Ghost to go to Walmart or something like that. Well, you, you know, you need faith every day of your life. You need faith uh, when you wake up in the morning just around your house. You, you need faith uh, as you head down the road. You need faith as you get to school, to your jobs. And, and uh, we fight battles every day that, that are never brought up in service and never on prayer requests or anything like that. It's just our personal struggle and battle that day. And if we don't have faith, if we only think faith is for service, we're going to die between services. We're going to be lost between Sundays. We're going to be lost between camp meetings. We're going to be lost between conventions because we have not realized that faith is for everyday living. Paul said, all that I do, all the going, traveling, preaching, whatever it is I'm doing. But listen, the life that I now live in the faith or or that I live in the flesh, I live it by the faith of the Son of God. If it's of him, it's from him. And, and so I, I've got faith in him. I've got faith in what he's done in my life. And, and, and I may not be raising the dead today, but he still died for me. And I not, might not be casting out demons today, but he still died for me. And I might not be praying cancer away today, but he still died for me. And I can walk upright and live and let my light shine if I can just have that day-to-day faith for living. Quit trying to save your faith up. It ain't like a battery. It's not going to get... Uh, well, I'm going to just leave it charged up and plugged up so it'll be ready for Sunday. I don't want to use none on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or Saturday because it won't be good for Sunday. Let me tell you, if you don't use it, it won't be good for Sunday. Let me tell you, it only gets better the more you use it. You need to use that faith in the day to lay. How can you say I can pray and move mountains when you can't even pray yourself out of the bed? Yeah. If you can't pray yourself out of depression and and uh, aggravations and, and not, not slapping people or cussing people out in traffic. If you can't have the right kind of faith to make you live right during the week, don't be trying to lay hands and cast no sickness out of nobody because you ain't got no faith for that. You're just putting cold, dead hands on people. Quit doing that. Live your life by faith all week long. Listen, I said it, well, the, the, the battle will be lost by us. It won't be lost by the crowd, by the choir, by the preacher or the teacher, but it'll be lost by the individual who must have faith to see miracles. We've got to have faith. Most importantly, we must have faith to live. 
I want to see miracles. Ain't no doubt about it. Everybody in here said, I want to see miracles. I know it. Ain't nothing more we think of. We've got people we know that need miracles. I can't wait to see that miracle. But you will die and never see it without faith to simply live your life today. What will you do on Thursday? How will you live? How will you live on Friday? And how will you live on Saturday? And, and that's why you see people that get revved up on Sunday and, and then, uh, then they fall apart on Monday. What happened? And did you leave your faith at the altar? Did you leave it at the, whether your miracle took place or, or, or you have it? You know, man, we shouted, we ran, we jumped. But that was yesterday. Today, I simply remember that I am redeemed, that I am bought by the blood, that I am filled with the Holy Ghost. And if I see somebody to pray for that's sick, I'm going to, here we go. Let's pray for them. Let's have faith in Jesus' name. I'm going to pray in that name. But you know what? If I don't run into anybody, if it's one of them days where I'm at home and I'm just studying, I'm just doing, or I'm just working around the church, I am going to have faith for living. Once Jesus comes and lives in us, man, we're dead to sin, dead to this world. We are different, still human. That means the life that I now live in the flesh. We're still flesh and blood. That's not an excuse to, to be sorry. I've, I've said that before. You can't just say, well, I'm human. I'm just only human. You're not only human. You're, you're Holy Ghost filled human. That's different. And so something else should be different. The life which I now live in the flesh, my day-to-day, my life, will be lived out here in, I'm going to have this corruptible, breaking down flesh until the Lord changes it. One day the trumpet will sound and this corruption will put on incorruptible and, and this mortal will be immortal and that's going to be a great day. But until that day comes, I've got to fight my flesh. Yeah, until that day comes, you got to fight your flesh. And until that day comes, all us fleshly people got to live together. And if you think it's go, we're going to have any harmony without faith, that's why they talk about the until we all come to the unity of the faith. That's why the ministry was given for preaching the Word of God. It, well, they're supposed to preach so we can see miracles. He said, for the perfecting of the saints, until we all come into the unity of the faith, and so that we can realize that, hey, you know what? We're going to see miracles. Jesus said signs and wonders will follow them that believe. But guess what? Between all the signs and wonders, that's just putting your shoes on and living day to day. It's just, hey, I got to get by. I got to get along. I ain't got to just get by. I got to get along with folks. I got to live with people. I got to help people. And, and, and I, you know, so I've got to have faith to make that happen. Sometimes we say, well, I got to have some patience. Let me tell you, you have no patience without faith. I got to be humble. You won't be humble without faith. Because without faith, you don't see the necessity for any of it. Faith will help you see it is necessary for me to be kind, tenderhearted, forgiving, loving, merciful, helpful. Yeah. But if you don't have no faith, because they call, you know why? Because all that's in Scripture. And if you don't have faith, you don't even believe the Word. So if you don't believe the Word, you don't see the reason. I don't know why I have to be kind to people. Why I got to pray for my enemies? The scripture said too. Faith for living. Well, just I tell you what, you just line the sick folk up for me. I just pray for sick people. I don't want to get along with nobody. Well, you ain't got no faith. You ain't nobody getting healed when you pray. Because you ain't got faith for living. You can't even live your life like Jesus. You know, so don't think you can cast out devils like Jesus or heal the sick like Jesus if you can't love, forgive, be kind, you know, be humble. Yeah, be a servant. He, all that was faith, and that's, uh, that's what we are. We, we're just humans. He was wrapped in flesh. He was tempted in all points as we were. He, he was a, a human being in all points, tempted but without sin. He had faith, and he lived his life, didn't let the world change him. I ain't going to let the world change me. I'm not going to let the situation change me. I'm going to be who I am because whatever happens, Jesus still died for me. That should conduct the way I live. The life that I now live in the flesh, I live it by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. That should mean something above everything else. I got to live for God because I'm going to have to pray a devil out of somebody. (laughs) Oh, mercy. That ain't how it works. 
I'm going to live for God because he loved me and gave himself for me. He, he, he died for my sins. He, he, he rose for me. He suffered for me and gave himself willingly for me. So that produces a kind of faith that I want to walk by. I want to live my life for him because he gave his life for me. So now the life is lived by the faith of the Son of God. He loved us. He gave himself for us. It's of him. It's from him. So we're not talking about creating our own way of living, even though we're in the flesh. My flesh, uh, you know, the spirit's willing, but the flesh is weak. So I've got to get my flesh under subjection. The Bible says I can mortify the deeds of the flesh through the spirit. Well, that takes faith. And so I want to make sure even while I'm in the flesh, I am killing the flesh, the fleshly ways, the fleshly thoughts, the fleshly deeds. I want to live my life in such a way that it is pleasing and it does not walk on or spit on or turn its back on the sacrifice that he made for me. You see, when we're just living from Sunday to Sunday before we get polished up and get here on Sunday, there's all kind of things that are trying to dirty us up. You know how you beat it? Faith. Faith in what he did for you. Honoring the sacrifice that he made. Remembering that he gave his life and suffered and died for you. Remembering that he paid the ultimate price for you. And that, that, that'll, that'll give you the faith that you need to live in the flesh. It won't stop you from having battles, but it'll give you victory in the battle. I can't. Now, Paul, he said, it's the life that I live, I live it by the faith. Paul's not talking about his, his uh, score sheet faith, how many miracles he's performed or, or his perfect Sunday school attendance record or you know, things like that. Paul's talking about the kind of faith that gets you through life, the kind of faith that gets you through the life you now live in the flesh once you started serving Jesus. And Paul went through some things. Well, Paul wrote great stuff and he had great words. Yeah, but Paul suffered some things too. Even the Lord told Ananias, he said, go uh, and baptize Paul. He said, he's a chosen vessel. I got to show him all the things he's going to suffer for my name's sake. Wow, what a job opportunity. Come here, here's your interview, Paul. People are going to hate you. We'll try to kill you. You'll be shipwrecked. You know, he just started naming off all the things that uh, maybe that Paul's going to have to suffer while he's uh, in this world, living his life for him. But Paul had faith, and Paul's still standing. You know why Paul wrote all the letters that he wrote? He had faith. You know why Paul finally said uh, uh, at the end of his life, I'm ready to be offered. The time of my departure is at hand. I have kept the faith. I fought a good fight. I finished my course. What did he say he did? He kept the faith. Oh, you held on to that miracle-working, uh, you know, leprosy-slaying faith, didn't you? Oh, I held on, that, on to that faith that kept me running the race. I held on to the faith that kept me running. It helped me lay aside every weight. It helped me lay aside every sin. It helped me keep my eyes on him and, and run this race with patience. That's, that's the faith I kept. The Bible says we ought to earnestly contend for the faith that was once delivered. The faith that was once delivered, sure, it was a faith that would move mountains, but it was mostly a faith that changed lives and gave people a new way of living for Jesus. It was that faith. It was that kind of faith that turned them around from living for this world, and, and, it, and they served the Lord and, and let their light shine so God could get the glory. That was the kind of faith it was. It wasn't uh, the nominal faith. It was the faith of God. Yeah. Well, it was. <laughs> so it's this kind of faith. Paul, listen now, this is, let's just look at Paul's life for a second. 2 Corinthians eleven twenty three through 28. He said, Are they ministers of Christ? I speak as a fool. I am more. Now he says, In labors more abundant. And this is his life now. This is a, kind of a, a synopsis of his life. In stripes above measure. Got beat so many times I can't even rem- remember how many times they whipped me. He said, in prison more frequent, in death often, uh, of Jews, five, of the Jews five times, his own people now, I received uh, 40 stripes save one. So you figure out five times 39. Thrice I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Thrice I suffered shipwreck. A night and a day I've been in the deep. In journeyings often, in perils of water, perils of robbers, perils by my own countrymen. 
perils by the heathen, perils in the city, in perils in the wilderness, in perils in the sea, perils among false brethren, weariness, painfulness, watchings often, hunger, thirst, fastings often, in cold, in nakedness, beside those things that are without which come upon me daily, the care of all the churches. That's a little insight into Paul's life. I didn't see him say nothing about uh, while I was casting out devils, while I was healing the sick, while I was preaching revival, while I was eating fried chicken, while I was getting big offerings, while I was having big services, while I was at conference. But he said, all this stuff right here, I kept the faith. Floating in that water. Hey, I don't even like to get waist deep in the ocean. Day and a night in the deep. With whatever you can imagine swimming all around up under you. Just think about all the you know, things with the big tentacles and teeth and everything. Just all up under you, you know, just waiting to eat you for lunch. And he's sitting there bobbing like a cork in the water. And it might be so bad in the daytime, but then it gets night. You can't see nothing. Just hanging on a board or treading water. I don't know what he's doing. Kept the faith. Never said, God, I can't believe you got me out here. If I get out of this ocean, I'll never preach again. I'm sure he went and wrung his robe out and said, hey, who needs prayer? <laughs> who needs to hear about Jesus? Because that was the faith that kept him living. He said, the life that I now live in the flesh, it involves peril. It involves shipwreck. It involves beatings. But it is the life that I live because of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Paul had faith for living. And let me tell you, you and I, we may not ever be shipwrecked. Uh, you know, we may not ever suffer the same perils that Paul did, but we have our own lives that we have to get through every day and uh, every year. And year by year, it may be something else. And especially the older we get, there'll be things that we'll suffer and go through, I'm sure. But listen, if you want to keep living, you keep your faith in God. You remember that above everything else, Jesus loved you and died for you. And man, that ought to be enough to produce the kind of faith it takes for living. Sometimes it's that word of God that, that stirs up the faith for a miracle. We remember Jesus said that just a grain of mustard seed will move a mountain. And wow, wow, when we're praying, somebody, you know, but, but during the day to day, thank you, Lord, for saving me. Thank you for the blood. Thank you for that body that was broken. Thank you, oh God, that you rose from the dead in three days. And thank you for the Holy Ghost that lives inside of me. Hallelujah. Let me tell you, Paul, he would even say of himself sometimes, maybe he's like a lot of us, we maybe don't have a high opinion of ourselves sometimes. He said, I am the least of the apostles. He, he knew the kind of man he was before, and he, so he knew what that sacrifice that Jesus made really meant. In 2 Corinthians 4 and 8, we're troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We're perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, cast down, but not destroyed, always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life of Jesus might be made manifest in our body. He said there ought to be some living, a life being manifest as we live. For we which live are always delivered unto death for Jesus' sake, that the life of Jesus might be made manifest in our mortal flesh. But that life of Jesus will never be manifested in our flesh if we don't have faith. Faith just for living. I'm not trying to, to discourage us from praying for miracles and having faith for miracles, but I'm seeing too many miracle workers leave the faith. Oh, I've seen uh, great preachers and, 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 and prayer warriors and miracle workers quit serving God. Because let me tell you, uh, there ain't enough conferences going on to keep you every day. In that desert time, that uh, just plain old ordinary, here I am living uh, between those conferences, between that traveling, between getting up there and preaching those uh, big words, there ain't enough of them to keep you just living day to day. You got to remember who you are when the lights go down. You got to remember who you are when you're not behind the pulpit or, or in the altar. You got to remember who you are when you're just sitting at the table eating breakfast on Monday morning. I'm still a born again, blood bought child of God. 
And let me tell you, that's enough faith to get me through today to keep me living today for the Lord. I'm not going to take Monday off, pick it back up next Sunday. I'm going to live every day of the week. Hey, even if church, if it snows and church is called off that next Sunday, I'll still be lifting my hands to the Lord and loving God because uh, I've got faith just for living. I am uh, a firm believer in being in the house of the Lord every time you can be there. But let me tell you, I am also a firm believer of being uh, who you are, saved and sanctified every other day of the week, too. Yeah, yeah, more, more, more than anything else. Don't, don't be something here and something else there. Be the same every day of the week, and you will be like that if you have that faith that comes from him. So he said uh, that we want that life manifest. I didn't even forget where I, where I stopped at. Let's see. So then death works in us with life in you. We have the same spirit of faith according as it is written, I believe, and therefore I have spoken. Uh, and therefore we speak, knowing that he which raised us up, raised up the Lord Jesus, shall raise us up also by Jesus and present us with you all things for your sake, that the abundant grace might through the thanksgiving of many resound to the glory of God. For which cause we faint not. Though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. That's faith. How, how is it that I can go through all these attacks and yet still lift my hands and praise God? Because though the outward man perish, the inward man is renewed day by day. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, works for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. So we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. That's what Paul. That's why Paul could finally say, now there's laid up a crown for me. I'm about to get the reward because he was always looking toward the prize. I press toward the mark of the high calling. I, I forget the things that are behind and I'm just reaching forward, trying to grab the things of Christ. I'm trying to obtain him and, and, and capture him. I, I won't, I've let everything else go just to have him. He didn't say just to have miracles. Man, he didn't even want to get caught up in baptizing people. He was like, look, quit telling people I baptized you. He said, he said I might have baptized this or that. If anybody else, I don't even know. He said, just, I just want to preach the gospel. I want to see people saved, and I want to go to heaven one day. I want to make sure I finish my course. So I'm not looking at these temp- temporary things. You know, they, uh, hey, every trial is temporary. Every, every, every day, every breath really is temporary. We're just temporal bodies. You don't get that breath back you just let out. It's gone. You got to take another one. Everything about us is temporary. But the things that we don't see, you know who, what we don't see? Number one, we don't see him. and He's eternal. But though we don't see him, Peter said, yet we love him. And I love him and he loves me and he gave himself for me. And again, that produces the kind of faith that helps me live this life in the flesh. In the book of Romans, um, let's see, where are we at? In chapter 7, in verse 18, this is another, here's Paul, a man who, who you remember, he said, I, I finished my course, I fought a good fight, I kept the faith. But he said, I know that in me, that is my flesh, it dwells no good thing. For to will is present with me, but how to perform that which is good I find not. For the good that I would, I do not, but the evil which I would not, that I do. Now if I do that I would not, it's no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. I find then a law that when I would do good, evil is present with me. For I delight in the law of God after the inward man, but I see another law in my members, warring against the law of my mind. It brings me into captivity to the law of sin which is in my members, O wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then with the mind, I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh, the law of sin. So Paul is saying, listen, you see me and think, man, he's got it all together. Because you see me when I'm preaching. But you don't see me when I'm trying to figure out, oh, wretched man that I am. Oh. I can't believe I said that. I can't believe I did that. But faith kept him going. Faith kept him living. Faith kept him preaching. Faith kept him serving God. And, you know, and that's the thing. It's not the faith for miracles that, that he needed and even that we need, but we need, to, uh, we need that faith for living. 
We, we need to, you know, faith is not, you can't just choose when you're going to dispense it. You live by faith. This might come and, and just grab your mouth and nose for a few minutes, see what happens. You're going to die. Well, it's just, I'll just be dead for a minute. No, you'll be dead. You live by faith. You know, when you're living, you're constantly breathing. When you're living, you're, you're, you're able to, to you're, you're, you know, when you're awake, you're able to do things. And, you know, you, you see every, every part about it is part of your living. It's part of your living. But, so we live by faith. That means we never are, are you know, dead uh, to these circumstances around us. We're, we're never dead so that we can't handle what's going on. We live by faith. Every day, I just live by faith. It's not just preaching by faith and singing by faith and praying by faith. It's living by faith. We used to sing the old song, living by faith in Jesus above. Man, we just live by faith. And then when these circumstances happen, uh, we're able to meet them. David was a great man of faith. And they came and anointed him and poured oil on his head and said, hey, you're going to be the king. All right, I got to go check on the sheep. You know what he did? He's just living. But he lived by faith. And while he had faith, one day a bear showed up. And the bear got the worst end of the deal. One day a lion showed up. And the lion got the worst end of the deal. One day he's just out there living by faith. And his dad says, go check on your brothers. They're out there. There's a battle about to go on. Go see how they're doing. So he shows up. You know what? Just while he's living, doing what his daddy said, living by faith, checking on his brothers, there's a giant that he's taking care of. Now what he does, I come at you in the name of the Lord. Giant's gone. Living by faith. Just living by faith. David had the kind of faith that kept him alive when Saul would throw javelins at him. He had the kind of faith that kept him alive while he was running from Saul, hiding in caves from Saul. He had a kind of faith that kept him alive when his people wanted to stone him because they lost everything. He, he just had that kind of faith. And when things presented themselves, when battles had to happen and miracles had to happen, they happened, and that was great. But most of the time, he just had to live, and he had to be the king. Tell him what to do, what not to do. Just living his life, living it by faith. It wasn't just, well, I just lived Goliath to Goliath. He he killed one giant. That's it. The rest rest of those giants got killed was by his mighty men. He didn't do it. He's just living his life by faith. Listen, you're not going to fight giants every day. But you'll fight your flesh. <laughs> you go fight yourself. You go, you go have things in this world that's going to aggravate you. And you know what? That's, hey, that's life. Life in the flesh. So if we would have uh, the same faith on Monday morning as we have on Sunday at 12 o'clock, If, if, you had to, if you popped out of the bed with the same kind of faith that you had when we said, praise the Lord, everybody, your day would be a whole lot different. Yeah. The just shall live by faith, day to day, not the services. Faith that helps you at home, on, at school, on the job, in town, in relationships. Faith that helps you stay true and kingdom-minded when you're in traffic. You know, when you're sitting there and the light ain't even had a second to turn green and they go, uh-huh, what, really? Guess what? When you put your car in park and sit there another few minutes, I don't know if that's faith or not. <laughs> but I'm talking about faith that gets you through good times and bad times. I'm talking about that, about that kind of faith. I'm talking about the kind of faith That'll help you no matter what is coming your way. There are signs that follow them that believe. I'm a big believer in the signs. But in between the signs, there will be fiery trials, a roaring lion. You'll be hated for his name's sake. Jesus said in this world, you'll have tribulation. Maybe more on our level is heartache, disappointment, grief, sorrow, loss, struggles, falls, failures, mess, or life. It's just life. It happens to us all. Time and chance happens to us all. 
it rains upon the just and upon the unjust, and things happen. But let me tell you, the ones that get through, faith for living. I never read that Job had any kind of faith in, in a church service or anything. But I do know that when he lost it all, he said, The Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And I know that he said, uh, had enough faith to know that I will not let go of my integrity. And he went on to say that even though I can't see what God's doing now, when I know one thing for sure, he knows the way that I take. And when he has tried me, I shall be gold. And so I am not going to let go of what I know about God. I live my life by faith in God. And so that's the same way for us today. We may feel like we're losing everything or losing control of everything, but honey, just keep the faith. Hebrews 11 and 1 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. You know what? Sometimes we're just hoping to make it through the day. Sometimes I'm not hoping it uh, for a healing or deliverance. I'm just hoping I make it to the next day, that I make it through what's going on right now. I just want to be okay. I want my kids to be okay. I want to make ends meet. I want to be comfortable. I just want to live my best for him. Sometimes my faith is going to take care of the essential, the bare necessity things of life. It's just going to take care of the day-to-day things. Faith doesn't only work on uh, dead people and cancer. It works on people who are just trying to survive. It works on people who are just trying to put one foot in front of the other. It works on people who have been heartbroken and, and cast down. or you know, it, it takes care of all that. So faith uh, helps the least. Faith is a little child. What's a child got to have faith for? Living. A little child, he ain't working. He, he, he ain't got to worry about... He ain't got to worry about getting married. He ain't got to worry about no car payment. He he ain't got to worry about nothing except just living. Faith is a child. You said just have faith as a little child. You know, so sometimes, yeah, I realize that, you know what? Today, Lord, I need faith to get through this day. I need faith to live. I know that there's going to be times where uh, our faith will be tested. You know, it took faith for them to follow Jesus. You know what a lot of their faith looked like? Yeah, a lot of their faith, a lot of the days, you know how long it takes to walk from like uh, Galilee to Jerusalem? It takes more than an hour. That's, a long, that's a, about a two-hour drive. Uh, so here they are. And I'm sure it wasn't just somebody talking all the time. It's hot. They aggravated. They won't talk to nobody. They're sweating, just feet hurting, walking. But you know what they're doing? Following him. Then all of a sudden, they end up with a multitude of people. And hey, we got to hand out fish and loaves that'll feed five thousand. Boom! It worked. Uh, all of a sudden, he says, "Hey, go preach. Go about two by two and heal the sick and cast out devils." And they come running back saying, "Woo! Even the devils are subject to us through your name." But a lot of their faith was just like this: watching him following him, listening to him, taking in what he said, and just living day by day. Oh, boy, I'd love to have been a, a disciple. Oh, I wish I could have been a disciple. Yeah, until you was camping out in that cold desert. Couldn't we found a cave, Lord? Couldn't we? Can't you, like, speak some blankets into existence or something? You know everything. You know there's going to be beds and pillows one day. Can't you hook us up? Uh, some of it was just sleeping on the ground. One time they said, man, you know if you go up there, they want to kill you. He said, I got to go. He said, right, well, let's go and die with him. They just, they never knew. It was just, but that was their faith, just living day by day. There was instances where great miracles happened. But a lot of it was, don't you care that we perish? Be careful. Where's your faith? You know, so... I want that faith that's going to get me through the day by day. You know, that little saying, everybody says it, see it all the time, talking about living your best life. Well, living your best life comes from living it by the faith of Jesus Christ. That's the fact. And you will survive 
if your faith does not fail. You hear me? You will survive if your faith does not fail. Look at Luke 22 and 31 and 32. The Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan hath desired to have you that he may sift you as wheat. And then verse 32 said, but I have prayed for thee that thy faith fail not. When thou art converted, strengthen thy brother and leave that scripture up for me. So you got an enemy. You got things that's going to happen. Satan desires to sift you as wheat. Wants to tear you up. Wants to tear you down. Wants to mess you up. But I have prayed for you. Who who, who is that? Uh, I live my life by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I have prayed for you, the one who loved you and has given himself for you, that your faith fail not. You will survive the sifting if your faith doesn't fail. And guess what? Every day, something's trying to sift you. You will survive the sifting, the hurt, the gossip, the lies, the trials, the test, if your faith that you get from Jesus is intact. You get faith from him when you're born again. Because you're born again by the word, and the word is a faith producer. So when you are born again, you not only get uh, this uh, you know, white robe, you're, you're washed whiter than snow, and you're full of the Holy Ghost. You, you don't just get that. You get faith. Because you know what it took for him to save you, and you knew what kind of person you were that he just saved, and that gives you faith to live day by day. When you know what he has done for you, and and that will keep you going, and it will keep you living this life for him. That's what I want to do. I I want faith for living. Yes, sir. Listen, faith for living will transform. Well, I don't know if you transform is the right word, but it will uh, also take care of any other miracle you need. Because if he said faith as a mustard seed takes care of the biggest things, we look at faith for living sometimes as, well, that's just the small stuff. Yeah, but you've got to take care of the small stuff if you want to take care of the big stuff. And if you don't have faith to live for God, you'll never have the faith to see the miracles of God. And, and I, you know, I tell you what, and if... You know, do yourself and everybody else a favor. If you don't have the faith to live for God, don't come up praying for people. Yeah. So, well, preacher, that's harsh. Well, you know, you might cut in line in front of somebody that has faith, and they might they say, oh, well, they got it. And now the guy that had faith is walking off, and you stand there like a cold stone statue trying to pray, pray for me. Don't do it. Because you know what? You can't fake faith. You can't fake faith. I'm getting on to the last page now. So uh, in that opening scripture, Paul says, the life which I now live. That statement alone, uh, put uh, Galatians 2 and 20 back up for me, bro. He says, and the life which I now live. In the flesh, because he always lived in the flesh. He didn't live in some other life. So, but he's saying, I have a different life now. Now, Paul, he had a former life. One place it said that, you know, they were talking about here's the man that is now preaching the faith that he once persecuted. He went from being a persecutor to a preacher. Paul was the kind of man that uh, would lock people up for preaching the name of Jesus. He would cause them to recant the name of Jesus. He caused them to blaspheme against that name, and he stood by and held the coats of the men who stoned Stephen to death. Paul had a different way of handling things before Jesus. We all had a different way of handling things before Jesus. (laughs) Come on. And so Paul said, the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So I handle things 
differently now. It indicates in, to me that uh, what you already know, that you and I had a different life. We lived another life. We reacted differently. We, uh, we lived differently. If uh, you know, It was very uh, common or easy, I would say, for me to just hit people if they upset me. You may not believe that, but uh, I had my share of, of scraps coming up, and most of the time I was the initiator. Uh, well, maybe I, I don't know if I was the initiator, but whatever it was, if I didn't like what you said, I just hit you or talked to you in such a way that it'd make you go cry to your mama. That was the way I handled it. I had a very bad temper, and I would react in ways you know that were not good. It was not nice, and it got me in trouble and uh, caused a lot of situations that I wish I could have avoided, but that was just the life that I lived because I did not know Jesus. I didn't uh, live my life for him. I didn't realize really what he had done for me, and I had never experienced it. I didn't have faith before 1993. I didn't have faith. I just had my flesh. And when you have flesh without faith, the flesh is going to rule every time. And so... Uh, you know, you can look, uh, even in Ephesians, when he's talking about the, our salvation in Ephesians 3, no, in Ephesians 2, 1 through 3, he says, And you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sin, and said, In the times past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. You see, that's who we were before. And so Paul said, That's who I was before. You know, the life that I now live, that I now live, I live it by the faith of the Son of God. So now, you know, before when people were talking about Jesus, he felt like they were talking against his God. So let's kill him. But now when people would uh, come to him and, 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 and curse the Lord and curse Jesus and tell him he, was, he didn't try to fight back, he didn't try to kill him. He's the one that got beat. But he lived his life by faith. And so you see, your attitude, the way you handle things will change when you start living your life by the faith of the Son of God. If, if you uh, cannot get a hold of your temper, you're not utilizing your faith. If you can't get a hold of, of uh, those things that, that, put, oh, that pushes my button, well, you know what? Faith will put a little cover over them buttons and keep uh, people from being able to push them. Uh, you know, we were Gentiles in the flesh. And, and in 1 Corinthians 6 and 11, he, he, you know, after Paul had made a great list of, of all the things, the awful things that we were, he said, and such were some of you, but you're washed, sanctified, justified in the name of the Lord Jesus by the Spirit of our God. You ought to be acting different now. He didn't say all these people that were those things, y'all ought to be out uh, healing the sick right now. He said, you just need to be living a better life now. You need to be living different now. And, and when, you know, hey, some of us before Jesus, things stress us out, get us upset, I got to have a drink. Man, a, I mean a big drink. I got to have a double, a shot. I got to have something stiff. I got to have, I got to smoke something. I got to snort something. I got to shoot something. I, I got to, uh, you know, I got to do this or do that. We, we would act out. We would find some way to escape, some way to comfort our flesh and, and, and withdraw and do things, but that's not the way we act now. Right. We handle things differently now that we have faith in God, or we should. If, 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 if getting a good stiff drink is still the way you handle things, then, hey, uh, I'm not sure <laughs> that uh, you, you really got what you needed. Uh, I think you need to find an altar and pray and, and seek God. Yeah, because that's not the way that Holy Ghost filled, born again people handle things. Uh, we have, listen, we have that kind of faith. We have the kind of faith. Remember what I said a while ago? That is, oftentimes it is, uh, you know, it's us. The battle is lost by us, by the individual. And, and so we have, 
if that faith can move mountains, and in one place it said, if we trust in the Lord, we'd be like Mount Zion, it cannot be removed. So we've got the, the power to stand against anything. I, you know, I, I've said this before. I, you know, I, that kind of faith that you have for living will insulate you. It doesn't mean that you become a cold, stone, cold-hearted person or an uncaring person, but you just realize that I'm not going to sweat the small stuff, that I'm going to keep living my life for Jesus because I am a new creature in Christ. Old things, that includes old ways, old habits, old, old ways of handling things pass away. All things are made new. I handle it different now. I can tell you the first instance that I remember that I, was, that I knew, okay, I know God's done some work in my life. Me and my wife, we had been, been married very long, and we were at the church parking lot in Milstead, and we were coming out, and uh, on the sign, the plexiglass had blown off the sign, and I got out and was sitting, putting it back up there, and she was standing outside while I was doing it, and there was these three guys across the road they were sitting on a cooler, had music going. They were sitting out there drinking and carrying on. And, and, and uh, we were just, you know, because I wasn't really paying them any attention. I was just getting that thing up there. And one of them said something so filthy to my wife that I thought, I'm about to kill somebody. <laughs> he don't even know. <laughs> he, he don't even know. I mean, I'm fixing to put this car in drive and run right over all three of them. It don't, I mean, that's, and, that, and if you don't think that thought didn't come to my mind, because it did. And anger that I had not felt in a long time rose up inside of me. And I felt, I'm telling you, I don't know how to describe it except to tell you, I felt that I was in a, a valley of decision <laughs> That, oh, I mean, it was it was bad, and man, I was gritting my teeth so hard, and I could feel my blood pressure, and I knew, and I could feel that old dead man crawling up my back, and I was like, and then I remembered who I was. I got in the car. We got in the car, and she said, let's just go. We got in the car and drove off. And I, I, ain't I, I cried. I squalled because something kept saying, oh, you're a good husband. Just let people talk to your wife like that, you know, and just, and I was, I, I fought all kind of stuff. I was ashamed. I was embarrassed. I was like, I can't believe that, you know. But I knew that if I had reacted that I probably would have killed somebody or tried to kill them. I just know it. It's not something to be proud of, but I'm telling you, that's how I was. And, but then the Lord said, no, you acted just the way you should have acted. And I thought, you know, the Lord will handle that situation. He'll take care of them. And so it was awful. I had to apologize to my wife. I felt like I let her down, but, you know, and stuff. But I was... Guys, y'all just don't know the kind of person I was. And I was, I didn't go up just to, if, I, I would want to hurt you until you was dead. <laughs> I didn't want to, I mean, especially to say that to my wife. So, uh, but that's how I knew. I knew that God had done something inside of me. And so I was thankful for that. And uh, so, let me tell you, if you will let that faith be active in your life, it will take care of you, and it will take care of the day-to-day -day living. It's, it's great for church services, but it's, it's so great for just day-to-day -day living and keeping you from losing your salvation. You know, uh, I said your faith will insulate you. What does the Scripture say? Above all, take the shield of faith, so you can quench the fiery darts. And so, so that's what faith does. It quenches things. It, it, things that are coming at you, it'll just stop things. Paul made another statement, and I, I know I'm getting, oh yeah, I'm, I got to 
come rolling down right here. Uh, hey, you're in here. You want to come and give me a little music? Thank you, darling. Um, Galatians 5, Paul said this. Galatians 5, 7 and 8. Go to 7 first, bro. Did I not give you 7? There we go. Thank you. Now, he said, you did run well. Who did hinder you that you should not obey the truth? And you can stop right there for a second. Just leave it right there. You did run well. And while I was praying today, and I realized that that question is uh, the question of who did hinder you is often answered by looking in the mirror. It just is. Because, you know, the life that we now live in, by faith and that we live in this flesh and we live it by faith it should cause a much different reaction in our lives and so if I let something get me or get to me I just feel like I haven't activated my faith I'm not saying that we don't feel things that we don't feel pain or heartache or hurt I'm talking about the things that stop you from living for Jesus we will hurt, our hearts will break, and we'll, and we'll have anger. We'll have fear sometimes. We'll, you know, there's all kind of, there's going to be grief. All these things, we, we're human, and, and emotion doesn't leave us. But faith will help you keep emotion in check. It'll help you from being acting on anger. It'll help, faith will help you push bitterness out and it'll help you survive. You know how people survive grief? Faith. You talk to somebody who's lost someone dear to them in their life, you know how they made it? Faith. And so faith for living is what we've got to have. Uh, I think I'm just going to jump to this in 1 Peter 4. And you can stand with me, I'm going to end right here. Listen how Peter describes our life. For as much then as Christ hath suffered for us in the flesh, he said, arm yourselves likewise with the same mind. For he that hath suffered in the flesh hath ceased from sin, that he should no longer live the rest of his time in the flesh to the lust of men but to the will of God. Just stay right there. So, I should live the rest of my time that I have in my flesh, not to the lust of men, to the things of this world, but to the will of God. And it is the will of God for us to be victorious. It is the will of God for us to... Uh, pray for our enemies and love our enemies and it is the will of God for us to be unified and love one another and, and to let a good light shine, to be the salt of this earth. There's a lot of things you could talk about that are the will of God, but I can tell you what's not the will of God and that's for us to perish. And if we start reacting or uh, with the flesh, if we, start, if we stop letting the faith of God of this light rule our life, we'll perish. You will never be in the will of God without the faith of God. You've got to have faith in Him. So it takes faith for salvation. It takes faith for miracles. And most of all, to live in this flesh, it takes faith till He returns. So I hope that helped you tonight. Faith for living. I hope you pray for a hundred people and see them healed of cancer. But I hope that you live and stay in the church long enough to see that happen. I, I, I would rather you never see another miracle than to see you lost. I'd rather see you uh, never see, you know, cancers healed or dead raised to life. I'd rather you not see any of that. I would rather he, get you know that you heard him say, well done, good and faithful servant. He is not going to say that just according to the number of miracles we performed, but it's going to be how we lived our life day by from the time that he worked in our life. How did we live? Did we live according to faith? 
Did we live by his word? Did we keep his commandments? All faith. Faith for living. Let's find a place for a moment. Just come gather around the front. You can lift your hands or kneel at the altar if you want to. And just let's pray for just a moment. Ask God to increase our faith. Give us faith for living, Lord. Faith for living. you'll wake up tomorrow and remember what Jesus has done for you and if you run across that giant slay him but if all you got to do is get through rush hour traffic get through it with your Holy Ghost intact (laughs) get through it with yourself don't lose out because somebody cut you off don't lose out because your boss made you mad don't lose out because you had a flat tire whatever just live by faith Everything will be all right. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for being in service tonight. The Lord willing, we'll see you on Sunday. Doug and Ashley Smith will be with us on Sunday. Going to be a great time. Uh, Invite somebody to church with you. I believe God's going to be filling people with the Holy Ghost. and God's going to be touching some lives. Looking forward to it. So you're dismissed. Have a great night. Be safe in Jesus' name.